Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's such a wonderful thing to be here tonight on Christmas Eve and to share such good news of God's love for our world. It's so good to know that sometimes when we, we do lose hope, sometimes about the world we live in and our personal circumstances and, and the things that we see happening in our world, but it's so good to be here tonight no matter where you find yourself in life, to be here tonight to be reminded of God's great love for us and for our world and that the hope that we have. We look around at our world and there's a lot of reasons to feel despair and a lack of hope. But tonight we are here to remember and to celebrate, to light candles, to take communion and to remember that God has invested himself in this world and continues to be born again and again whenever we live in love and share and care his love with others through kindness, through good deeds, through loving other people. It is ultimately, it is ultimately so much easier to hate than it is to love because hate requires nothing of you. But love demands everything from us, our very selves and our very lives. I heard this story from a United Methodist bishop, and he told this story about a meeting that took place uh, in heaven long before Christ ever came. He said that God looked down at the earth and saw what was happening on the earth and became very concerned and troubled by what he was seeing. In spite of all the things that he had done for the earth, in spite of that he created the world and called it good, he looked at the earth and was disappointed with the way human beings were treating one another and the way they cared for the earth. So God called together the heavenly council and all the important and leading angels and all of heaven gathered before the throne of God to discuss the matter. And God then said to them, I'm very troubled. Look at the world. There's so much hate, so much violence, so much pain, and, and so much suffering. And he said, I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed in what I see because I have sent my prophets I've given them beautiful psalms and beautiful poetry, beautiful visions of what life can be. And then he says, look at all the things that I've done for my people. I, I rescued them from slavery. I parted the Red Sea. I gave them the Ten Commandments. I gave them the Promised Land. And yet still, still they have forgotten who I am and they continue to turn away from me. What will we do? Well, the conversation among the heavenly hosts was very animated about what to do or what could be done. And finally, God says, you know, after all that we've done, it looks like there's only one thing left that we can do to fix the situation. One of you, he looked at the angels, Gabriel and Michael and the other angels, looked at them and said, one of you is going to have to go down to the earth. I need someone to volunteer, and you need to go to the earth, and you need to live with them. And you need to love them. And you need to learn about them. And you need to teach them my ways. Which one of you would be willing to go? And then there was just this awkward silence. There were no volunteers. No one raised their hand. Because all of them, all the angels had made various trips to heaven and back. They had seen what was happening in the world. And none of them were willing to take on that assignment. Not a one of them. Not one of them. And finally, after the silence persisted, God said this. Without bitterness, 
without frustration. He said, I guess there's only one thing left for me to do. I'll just have to go myself. I will go. That's the reason we're here tonight. We hear the story over and over again, but it's what we're here to celebrate tonight because it is truly a remarkable thing to think that the infinite became finite, that the invulnerable became vulnerable, that the almighty, holy God became lowly and humble. And it's not just that God became human flesh, as John says. John says that the Word became flesh and lived among us. It's not just that God became flesh, but it's the way that God came. God was born in the same way that every one of you were born. Through pain, through labor, and born to an ordinary human family like all of you were born. But not just an ordinary family, but also to a poor family, and was born in a manger, laid in a manger, born where animals are sheltered and animals are fed to identify with all of us. Why? Why would God choose to be born in this way? Well, I think we all know the answer. It's not that God came to condemn the world, but that God came to love the world. That's the message of this night, that the reason God came to the earth, the reason God came himself, rather than just sending a messenger on his behalf, is because he wanted to show the world that he loved the world. For John says, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son into the world. Now, I don't know all your names. I know some of your names. I look around the room and I, I do see people that I have walked through grief with, families who've lost loved ones. I look around and see couples that I've perform their weddings for. But I don't know all your names and I don't know all your stories. I don't know your I don't know what breaks your heart or what has broken your heart. I don't know who will be missing from your table tomorrow on Christmas Day, the loved one you're missing. I don't know their name. I don't know what your ambitions are. I don't know what your hopes are. I don't know what your dreams are. I don't know what you're longing for. I don't know what it is that makes you sad. I don't know what it is that when you look inside that you feel darkness. I don't know those things. But I know, some, I, I know something about every one of you, every one of you, that's true. Every person in this room, you need the same thing. Every person in this room needs love. The unconditional love of a God who loves you apart from what you do, apart from who you know, and apart from what you own. A God that loves you just because he loves you. A God who has never stopped loving you. A God that loved you the moment you were born. A God that knew your name before your parents ever gave you your name. You know, when I was a, when I was a, a little boy, we used to go to my grandmother's house on Christmas Eve. And uh, it, was, it was great. My aunts, my uncles, my grandmother, grandfather, grandmother played the piano. We sang carols. And I'll never forget, my, my sister Karen and I, this one very special, very special night. Uh, we stayed very late, and it was often happened when we were little. My parents would carry our pajamas with us, 
And then before we went home in the car late at night, they would put us in our pajamas. So they could, anybody have that? Their parents put them in their pajamas? <laughs> yeah, I know. And did you have the little feet in the bottom too? Yeah, the non-slick surface so you wouldn't slide on the, on the linoleum when you got home? Well, I'll never forget my dad, my mom and dad owned a, a Ford Falcon. We lived in, anybody know what a Ford Falcon is? A little bitty boxcar, yeah. Uh, 1965 Ford Falcon. I was about six or seven years old, five, six, seven years old, maybe six at the time. I remember we stayed really late at my grandmother's house that night, and we got in the car. And, and for those of you who are younger, in those days there was only one radio. It was AM radio. There was no stereo. And in Fort Worth, Texas, um, we got in the car that night wearing our pajamas, and we were going to go home, and we were going to go straight to bed. And, uh, and on WBAP 820, Fort Worth, Texas, they always play Christmas music. And I remember riding in the back seat of my car with no seat belts with my sister. And we're riding on our way home across town. And we're listening to Christmas music. And then all of a sudden, the music was interrupted. Breaking news. We just got a report in from Carswell uh, Air Force Base, which is there in Fort Worth. They have just, the radar at Carswell Air Force Base has just indicated to us that three or four hours ago, we saw a little red light. It just happened to you? Yeah. A little red light has entered the North American airspace. And then we got really excited. A few minutes later, we heard, we just heard, they broke into the cruise, we just heard that the little red light is just about 30 minutes out of Fort Worth in Mineral Wells. So if you're still up and you're still with your parents, you need to get to bed because if not, you're going to miss out on the one who's coming to land on your house. And we were so excited. Special memory. The thing, that's a great story. But the reason I share that story with you is because I want you to understand something from me tonight. It's not so much that, that God is on the radar as much as you are on God's radar. God knows where you live. He knows your name. He knows everything about you. He's been watching you all your life. And there are ups and downs in your life. And the ultimate feeling that God has for you is not disappointment, but profound love. That's why on that night so long ago when the shepherds you know, the shepherds saw the, the, the big concert in the sky. It's why they were afraid. They were, you know why they were afraid? Because the religion of man makes people afraid of God. The religion of men preaches a message of judgment and fear. The religion of men, and I say men, not ladies. The religion of men puts people down so they can lift themselves up. But the gospel of Jesus Christ is not a message that brings people down, but meets people where they are so that it can bring people up. And so on that night, the shepherds were lowly, despised people. They were rejected. They were outcasts. They were unwanted people. And God chose that first night to speak to them to counter the religion of men. And so he said to them, the message of Christmas. Do not be afraid. You have no reason to be afraid of God because I bring you good news of great joy, 
for all the people. And that means you too. For born this day in the city of David is a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You know, I wish, I wish that you could see what I see on Christmas Eve. I've been doing this a long time. And every Christmas Eve, I stand up here and we light the light. We light these candles because we want to remember that Christ is the light of the world. And he lights us. He lights the world. And I know some of you tonight are sitting here and you do feel darkness in your life. But I want you to draw courage from what I'm about to say. Because tonight, when I look into your faces, I want to tell you what I can see. I see a woman who lost her husband that she deeply loved, but she continues to go on because of his love and she's held in his light. I look in your faces and I see the person who's trying to make their way after having a relationship fall apart and crumble. I look into the congregation tonight and I see the woman who's on the fourth round of chemotherapy and they're not sure about the results and she's having to wear a scarf on her head to hide her baldness. I look into the room and I see people holding a light who feel uncertainty about their future, who feel sadness, who feel loneliness, who wonder, will I ever find love again? I look at people with the light in their face who are worrying about the world we live in and the world that we're giving to our children. But I look in their faces and I see them holding that light. And the reason we can hold that light is because it's eternal light. It's the light of the eternal Father, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, who fills us and gives us His love. Do you know that awkward moment when you're given a gift and you didn't get someone a gift? What do you say? Oh, I left yours at home. You're lying. <laughs> and then you go buy a gift, right? Tonight, I want to tell you that the gift that God gave the world was an unexpected gift. And I want you to think about tonight what you can give in return. First of all, just, just receive the gift. But there's only one thing God wants in return. Only one thing God wants in return for the great gift of his son.